0: It's Food on Franklin. We're back after uh, a two week break, a little we, vacation.
1: We had a little break, a little vacation. Uh, some people might have thought Food on Franklin is done.
0: It is not done, though. There was a rumor that it was dead. It was in the press, and the press, uh, of course, jumped to the wrong conclusions. Big surprise. Corrected that on Twitter. We're back, and now we're going to be on Deadspin.com. That's right. Uh, Destination for sports and uh, Food in Franklin.
1: Yeah, Deadspin uh, uh, has agreed to host our podcast for a while. We haven't finished contract negotiations with Deadspin. It could all fall through still, but uh, for the time being, we're going to be on Deadspin and we're sort of lending our food credibility to Deadspin and we'll see if that pays off for us.
0: Yeah, I have no idea if I'm getting paid for this or not. But you know, just being on Dead an Honor, I've been a big fan of some of their work for a while. Other people yeah. not so much. I don't wanna don't wanna say anyone's name. Right. But we don't
1: we don't get into naming names and things like that, but no. you know, Dead Spin has historically had <clears throat> several uh, people that that I'm fans of personally, sure. and then several people that I'm pretty
0: strongly opposed to right. most things they do right professionally and personally. There are people there uh, you know I'm not fans of, but yeah, that's a <clears throat> different thing. Side that, issue. Deadspin also has their own podcast, so we're actually Deadspin's second podcast.
1: That's true, and we should make clear that we're not trying to sort of you know step on their toes or impose on Deadspin's territory. No. We actually uh, have nothing to do with anything that. Deadspin readers might find interesting naturally, but I think they'll find that if they do tune into Food on Franklin,
0: they might be surprised at how interested they are. Sure, it's an educational thing for Deadspin readers, and they need they need education.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, do you want to give a, a, a quick recap to all our new listeners here tuning in for episode three, just about what Food on Franklin is all about?
0: Sure. Food on Franklin is sort of a, a comprehensive podcast about the Food on Franklin Avenue in between eastern parkway and atlantic avenue and uh, crown heights brooklyn
1: but uh it it is that and it's more than that in the sense that the food on franklin could be a metaphor for any number of things in the world i mean depending on depending on who's listening you know somebody in mongolia could could listen to food on franklin and say you know i see a lot of mongolian culture in the stuff that you guys are talking about is sort of a parallel.
0: Yeah, I think it's universal. Yeah. I think I think it's definitely true. I think there's something to relate to even if you've never been to Franklin Avenue or haven't even heard of it. Um that's right. It good. can
1: be aspirational for you if you haven't mm-hmm. been to Franklin Avenue. It could be uh it, it could be sort of your hometown podcast sure. if you are somewhere around Franklin Avenue. So something for everybody.
0: Yeah and it's also it's uh so, uh, yeah, it's educational and it's also, I think, you, you can relate to it because most people have streets with food by where they live. And it's true. And it's kind of, you know, it speaks to the people, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, some people live way out in the country on a dirt road and right. there's not restaurants on the actual street mm-hmm. where they live, but they could drive within driving distance. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody in America, you know, probably outside of some remote place in Alaska and Montana, uh, are within driving distance of some restaurants,
0: so, right? I, I think this is really for everyone.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to give too much backstage info about what uh, led up to today's episode, but uh, we we talked to uh, a familiar name, a guy by the name of Tommy Craggs, about being our guest right. on today's podcast, and uh, Tommy. Did not agree to be a guest on today's podcast, even though he's in town right
0: now. Right. I don't know. What is Tommy even doing? Does he, you know, he's hanging out. He's going to a boxing match later, I know, but it doesn't sound like he's very busy. Whatever
1: he's doing, he considers it to be more important than doing food on Franklin.
0: I heard a woman he said he didn't feel like he knew enough, and he lives like a mile from here, which is yeah. He lives, nuts.
1: I would say, within a radius of Franklin Ave. That if he mm-hmm. wanted to, he could walk to Franklin Ave. Easily and sure. eat food.
0: Fifteen minutes. I've I've been to a bar with him on Franklin Avenue before, so I know he's been there. It's a fact that he's been on Franklin yeah. Avenue.
1: I don't know if it's a social anxiety thing or if it's just you know he's a humble man. He doesn't he doesn't feel like he should put his food opinions out there. But you know, to me, it was a it was a mistake on Tommy's part. Um, but you know, he he has other good qualities. So. Sure, he
0: has a few other good qualities, and it's you know, it's under, it's okay. You know, he's intimidated. He, he's he's a reputation. Who knows? You know, maybe he's right. he's been out of the podcast game for too long. and He's never felt something back into it. That's uh, true. You know, it's 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 really hard to say why he. You know, was too scared to do this but the fact remains that he was afraid
1: yeah. so you know maybe one day he'll reconsider and maybe two or three years down the line uh, he, he will want to come back on Food on
0: Franklin he has an, an open invitation very well, true not in every episode but you know we can work him in right. eventually and he can't show up uninvited but you know pending
1: with, a decent tryout
0: with advance notice sure he could be on our guest list right,
1: right. so uh, alright well should we should we get to our first restaurant yeah sure
0: you, you want to go with your restaurant first
1: alright the first restaurant we're going to talk about this week is Chintani's. I think it's Chintani's. I say Cintani. Some people think it's Cintani's. I I was actually there not too long ago, and I they have a thing that says Chintani's one hundred years is what it means. So I I think
0: it's Italian, maybe. Sure, well, it's definitely Italian. Italian, Italian, one hundred years. It, the place has been Italian for 100 years that makes sense it's an Italian restaurant yeah. it hasn't been there for 100 years I'm almost years.
1: positive the restaurant has not been there for 100 years
0: I remember when it opened it's not it's, it's a relatively recent you know I've been here for a few years now but not yeah. I've been here for 100 years
1: yeah not even close
0: it's, it's spelled C-E-N-T apostrophe A-N-N-I all yeah. one word
1: there's an apostrophe in the name and
0: that's mm-hmm. silent throwing it so you don't yeah, yeah you don't it's, say the apostrophe it's not pronounced so right. i
1: i've you know i've been saying chintani's for a long time so
0: you know what i, I i've pronounced almost every restaurant so far on this podcast incorrectly so yeah. I'll, I'll go with yours you know Centanis. Right.
1: and it's uh all right so we, we we disagree but that's all right
0: sure chintani's Chintani. so Chintani, the, the point the is
1: it's a restaurant on franklin Avenue. Mm-hmm. you can locate it uh using either pronunciation properly. right and uh, you know, I would characterize it as mostly a pasta place. It's it's
0: it's definitely pasta. It's pasta is the main feature there. They're 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 yeah. proud of their pasta selections.
1: Yeah, and it's sort of like uh, you know, it's sort of like the choose your own adventure pasta type menu, where you like sort of pick the you pick the kind of pasta and mm-hmm. you pick the kind of sauce, and they put them together for you. You know. Yeah. Um, and then they, they do have like other stuff on the menu. They have, uh, you
0: know, I know I've had the fish
1: there before. I think it's salmon, pretty
0: good. I've got the menu right here, let me see which. Uh, kinda cheating, I, I I prefer to use my memory, but. It's the, uh, the pan seared salmon with lemon capers, sage, split string beans, and extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, $17.
1: It tastes like... chintani tastes like basically like home-cooked food. It, it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't taste like gourmet. You know, you don't eat it and you're like, wow, this is like gourmet restaurant food. Right. You know, it's it's nice kind of and- like some food that your mom might make if she liked to make pasta.
0: Yeah, it definitely feels like a family meal versus like an upscale Italian fancy restaurant where you might go before like a, some fancy event yeah. or something like that. And
1: the the inside of it is like... There's like a bar up front and then there's the back where it's really dark. It's, very, it's very dark. Extremely dark atmosphere inside mm-hmm. Chintani's, but not to me not in a bad way
0: I like it it's, it's got a nice atmosphere to it I think I've not been there and <laughs> you have to be uh, straightforward with, with the listeners I haven't been there in probably a year and a half wow. so it's been a while since so I've been there uh, I
1: have been there and I can tell you it's still dark so, still dark
0: there's yeah. no. They haven't they haven't had any more lights that's good you know sometimes restaurants will start out with something good idea and they'll, they'll yeah, change it that's right. the darkness is one thing i liked about it um, and
1: in the summertime when it's warm they have a backyard mm-hmm. and you could go sit in the backyard and eat back there it's nice very mm-hmm. nice back there and uh you know i would say i'm not a huge fan of shantani's pasta and all that. I'm not a big pasta fan in general.
0: Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I crave pasta every so often, every few months, I really want, like, good home-cooked pasta, which is the stuff is, you know, it's, that pasta is good, but I, I crave it, really, maybe four times a year, five times a year. Like, if yeah. it's a special occasion, I bunch of people going out, sometimes Italian's a nice uh, yeah. option. You and I, we recently had Italian food at another restaurant on, on Franklin Avenue, which right. we won't get to now. That's for another episode. We won't name it. But that was the first time I had Italian food, and... I don't know, several months, three or four months at least, and I got some sort of ravioli that was very good. Yeah. But again, it's something that's like a rare special treat for me.
1: Yeah, it's not a it's not a kind of place you wanna go to every day necessarily. And uh, you know, it's when I when I'm if I'm sitting around and thinking about what kind of food on Franklin I wanna eat for dinner, you know, Centani's rarely pops up in my mind as something that I'm like, I really want that. Because if you go there you kind of got to get the pasta if you're mm-hmm. not getting the pasta there's only a few other things you could probably get and you know pasta does, just doesn't move me that much
0: no you it's know? not it's not something that I love either but you know it's, it is one thing too it's kind of an overwhelming list it's it's pick your own adventure you said so it's pick your own pasta but they've got like five different types of pasta then yeah I don't know eight kinds of sauce here you can know, add grilled chicken and vegetables. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot to if you if you don't know what you want to do, or you're not sure. I, I yeah. It's either a good thing or a bad thing to have this many options. But for me, it's often a bad thing. There's too many things to choose from.
1: That's true. The par the paradox of choice. I mm-hmm. think is there's a philosophical there's thing def- about that, which I can't remember all the details of. It. No, but basically but, too much choice. But Centani
0: embodies it. I believe it's, it's that their their menu <coughs> is, represents that for sure. Yeah,
1: it might be a good place to take like a young a youngster. How young? And you like say, a, like a child. well, not a you know. If you take like a three year old anywhere, it's not fun because mm-hmm. they're they're spilling things and you know. I mean,
0: making noise.
1: Yeah, I mean, not to a nice restaurant, you know. I don't to think take the them to the nice park; restaurant. is fine, but to take them out to dinner, it's going to be a fiasco, mm-hmm. sure. you know. But to take, say, somebody who is in the in the range of like nine to fourteen years old, and you say, look, it's kind of a game because it's like, what what shape pasta do you want?
0: That's what fun. sauce do you want? That's actually a good idea, and yeah. you know, I wouldn't mind actually going there and just deciding on shape alone or, or color of sauce. You know, that's, right. That's,
1: and next time you go back, it's a new shape.
0: Yeah, try something new. That's how you can discover which kind of pasta you like. Then you have to remember the names, yeah. but you know, not, that's not that hard.
1: The taste, the the bad, the downside of pasta is they all taste the same.
0: I, I you know, I mostly agree. You know, ravioli is good because it's stuffed with things, and you know yeah. that you can get different things inside of it. But the other ones, it's like thicker, thin. I don't, I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. And I don't know, people really are very yeah. particular. They want you know.
1: They're all made of the same thing. I yeah. it's, it, it's like bread. flour,
0: bread, I don't know.
1: It's like if you have bread, if you had a piece of bread and you some of them were circles and some of them were squares and some were triangles, it's all still at tastes, tastes like, like bread. bread. Yeah, I agree. Uh the but but you know, not to make chintani sound too bad because they also have brunch, which
0: is good. Well you love their brunch, but also go back, their food is good there. I do enjoy okay. their pasta, just I don't I don't want to eat it very often. Not that right. it's bad. But you've been there for brunch a lot.
1: I go there for brunch. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll go there for brunch. And uh, I think I I give them a good rating for brunch, a good, solid rating. You know, like I said, they got that backyard. You can sit back there when it's nice, Mm -hmm. nice place to sit out there. They got the main things for brunch is like a, I think they have a frittata, which is basically just like eggs. Mm Mm-hmm. As if you sort of mixed up eggs and stuff. It's like if you had an omelette, but you didn't flip it and put the stuff in the middle. You just mixed it all up mm-hmm. and cooked it. Right. So like a F egg pancake almost, you know?
0: That makes sense. That's that's how i describe it, I think, roughly.
1: Yeah. Which is good. Um, so they have that. Wait, what, they,
0: they, what kind of toppings? I'm not, I'm not cheating. I'm not looking at the menu anymore. All from your memory. They have
1: they have one that's like spit, you know, it has like... I, I can't remember the exact toppings. They have a couple that I get like with vegetable ones, you mm-hmm. know, without without meat. Um, but I do know one of them has like big big ass piece of garlic in it, like almost cloves of garlic.
0: I don't think I've ever had garlic in eggs before. So Yeah, be good.
1: It's it's good, but you know you got to watch out. You eat multiple cloves of garlic. It's pretty yeah, intense. you
0: know it's not something you first thing in the morning that you want to jump into and, or be caught by surprise. So. Yeah,
1: you just yeah you have to kind of moderate. But they also have. Uh, I would say they have the best pancakes on Franklin Ave. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, there's no one else in Franklin Ave that has pancakes, as far as I know. That's well, true. A few of the smaller delis might have pancakes. I've never had them there, and I think they have griddles. Right. But I've never seen pancakes in a In terms French of sit
1: down restaurant with pancakes, I think they're the only one, and they're also the best.
0: Are they like special kind of pancakes? So are they like, you know, like blueberry or like wheat or something? Or just plain old. I wouldn't pancakes? call them
1: special, but. They're pretty tasty, you know? They're 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 quality pancakes. They're not just doughy and sort of suck the spit out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. They're like a little crispy
0: Are they <laughs> are they big ones? Or are they like, you know, they're, they're full size, they're not dollar silver dollar
1: pancakes. I haven't come across any silver dollar pancakes on Franklin Avenue ever. I've only America. seen them on
0: IHOP to be honest, and I love I love iHops pancakes. They're very good. Um, but yeah, I've, I, you know I should go there. Pancakes are sort of kind of like a special breakfast treat. I like to go there every, every so often. Well. Kind of like pasta, you know. Kind it's, of, all, yeah. it's it's, it's, it's a, it'll weigh you down, slows you down. The rest of your day is kind of shot. You yeah. have to spend three or four hours just being still and That's digesting right. it's, this it's heavy. It's kind
1: of an analogy now that I think of it. You're right. It's, um, uh, you know, they heavy carb, heavy food.
0: But apparently, good. I, I might go there soon. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 you know, I, I've said this before. I rarely venture past Mayfield or a few delis with have good breakfast sandwiches for brunch. But, yeah. you know, life's all about adventure and trying new things. It's and true.
1: And nowhere th- more true than here. It's true. I mean, yeah, if you if you woke up one morning on the weekend and you said, I want some pancakes on Franklin Avenue, mm-hmm. you would have to go to Chintani's. But I think yeah. that you would be happy with what you got. That's yeah, I, you know, I, I
0: trust your judgment on, on on breakfast food, so I believe you. You know, I think I think you and I are on the same page as far as that that restaurant, Cintani. Um it's you know, it's very good if you're craving pasta or pancakes or frittata. What do you know? What else they have? Is there? I don't know. Probably some eggs. Oh, they have a lot of them. I'm looking now at the menu. They have a lot. Oh, they have French toast. They have French yogurt. Toast, never had the French toast or the yogurt. Probably baked, good. Baked eggs, sure. Why yeah. not?
1: I mean why not it, 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 it's a pretty good place it's mm-hmm. a pretty good place It, you know their brunch is good enough that I think I wish they had more stuff on the dinner menu because it'd probably be good who yeah. knows but instead they don't they don't go above and beyond pasta that much
0: you know right so yeah so I guess if you're craving pasta, pancakes
1: yeah or just there. a dark atmosphere
0: if you want to sit in the dark if you have like a headache it's too bright outside and you want to sit in the dark and think go in there good place
1: I'm all for it. They're nice. Yeah, pretty nice. Very nice. Didn't didn't
0: you have Thanksgiving there? Don't they have some sort of. I did last year,
1: yeah. uh, We had a lot of family come to town and we went to Chintani for Thanksgiving and it was very good, actually. We had like, you know, 30 people there and they they served like. uh, The good thing about it was they served, you know, Thanksgiving food so the people who wanted to eat turkey and dressing and all Mm -hmm. that could get that. And then the people who want to be iconoclasts, and weirdos, and, and and do something different, or anti-American, just could order pasta, and some people did.
0: Could you do half and half, and you <clears> be like, I'd <throat> like a few slices of I think turkey, and a bowl of You had, to, a, you you had to choose,
1: you had to make a choice, at least for the entree, you know, mm-hmm. then for dessert, you could get pasta, and then for dessert, pumpkin pie.
0: That's like, that's kind of like your dream, if you want, and that's, you know, I'm not a big yeah. pumpkin pie fan, although last week or two weeks ago, I did make pumpkin pie for the first time, and wow. people said it was very good, I think I left out a cup of sugar but no one said anything um but yeah I think nice. you know if you have Thanksgiving there you can have a friend get the pasta and you can get the Thanksgiving you can mix, mix and that's match right, you could share um, I
1: recommend it for Thanksgiving it was reasonable price mm-hmm. they accommodated a lot of people nothing nothing but nice things to say about them for Thanksgiving um for all other nights you probably have to be really into pasta
0: yeah that's, that sounds sounds about right I, I agree with that I think it's you know yeah <clears throat> alright should we move on yeah let's go to the next restaurant the next restaurant uh, is a a pizzeria it's, it's not we, we talked about Barbacinos in the past and that's yeah. sort of an upscale pizzeria Franklin a- Avenue is also home to a, a slice restaurant called Roscoe's which has you know uh, everyday you can go in there and from the afternoon you can get slices it's probably fire for so kind of slices of pizza and they also give takeout pies or delivery pies and they have yeah. subs salads I think like garlic knots yeah it's pretty good
1: It's sort of your classic uh, neighborhood Mm -hmm. pizza joint in New York, you know? And it's it's actually a nice place to sit inside, you know? There's Mm -hmm. a lot of slice places that you don't really want to sit inside. It's just kind of like harsh fluorescent overhead lighting it's not like that at all it's not like that it's very it's very inviting place to sit inside they got kind of doors like glass doors out front that they kind of open when yeah they open it up nice. it's, like, it's
0: like sitting it's like a whole outdoor right. sitting area when they open up those doors and then yeah the spring it's sort of summer' It's almost
1: like sitting on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and then they have a tv showing the game you can watch the yankees game in there really they have uh they have a even a little
0: you know, uh, video games. Yeah, it's like for- Pac Man or something. It's like a yeah. table. It's like it's like a glass thing and you can put your pizza in your beer, yeah. and your soda, and you can play a game on it. I've never done it, but I've sat at that table and considered it. I don't think it. that
1: you can actually play the game. If I'm not mistaken the game is not functional. I words, I don't know
0: about that. We'll have to maybe they can call on it or we can fact check that later on. Maybe, but I, yeah, I think actually, I think you can play it. Or maybe at one time you could and now you can't but
1: yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I feel like I've tried to play it before and it didn't work. So hmm, maybe, maybe it's just a, a sort of scam, a way for them to get extra
0: money. Quarters from you, but maybe yeah. it wasn't plugged in. I don't know. They it seem it seemed like nice people. I would, I would be surprised if they're running a scam for such a small amount of money. But I would be
1: surprised, but you never this know. is New York. I mean, it's I'm true. not making, to be clear, I'm not making any legal no. accusations. No, no, I'm no, just no. sort of talking in a stream of consciousness right, right
0: now. Well, the lesson is if, if you want to play a video game don't go there just for the video game don't you know it might not work and it might take your money I don't know go for the pizza it's also if you go there and it works let us know send us an email yeah uh, tcberman at gmail dot com or hamilton at at gawker dot com
1: yeah Uh, what do you what do you think of their pizza how would you rate it you
0: know I'm a (laughs) big fan of their slices like when I used to come home from work I'd take the four and I'd walk north along Franklin Avenue and I would sometimes stop on the way and get a couple of slices sometimes I'd get a cheese sometimes a pepperoni sometimes both uh so their, their slices are very good. They have good white pizza, which I recommend. You don't eat meat, but for the eaters out there, if you ask them to put pepperoni on top of the white pizza and heat it up, it's a pretty good combo that I think someone there invented. I didn't invent this. It was just it was an option one day, and I ate it. It was really good. Wow. Um. Yeah. So that's something I recommend. Uh, I've had their subs before. They're pretty good. They either still do or once had a $16 cheesesteak, which is like an insane thing to Amazing. do. Yeah. 16, well, you bought it. I tried it once. I was curious. It yeah. was. It was fine. It was good. It was not worth sixteen dollars. Right. So it was good. Hard you know. to imagine a cheesesteak
1: that would be worth sixteen dollars. I think
0: it should be illegal. I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess there are sixteen dollar burgers now that are great, but cheesesteaks, you know, you're not Yeah. It doesn't really translate a, a cheesesteak or a, a gourmet cheesesteak. Uh, but yeah, the other thing though, I'm not a huge fan of delivery pizza. I live alone, so if I order pizza, it's like a mm-hmm. lot of pizza and it's not cheap. It's like twenty bucks for like a, right. a, a medium pizza with more than you get twenty one. bucks. Eat like one or two toppings, yeah. sure. I mean you can see uh, we're in my apartment now and I have several Uh, magnets on my fridge from to set the
1: scene there's multiple Roscoe's magnets on Taylor's refrigerator uh, in Taylor's apartment where we're recording right Right now now, just off Franklin Avenue
0: yeah I I count five and there's probably a few more that have fallen off or I've lost or thrown away Mm -hmm. but it's sometimes it's you know the the scent of the pizza will be a little bit soggy it's much better if you go and if you order it in the restaurant and get it it's much Mm -hmm. better or if you just get the slices heated up and you you know bring them home and eat them right away
1: I agree with that. I've never got uh, a whole pizza from there. They look... They have the menu of all the, you know, special pizzas that looks really good, mm-hmm. but I've never actually ordered one. They are pretty expensive. You know, you could drop 25 bucks on a whole pizza pretty easily, I feel like, at Roscoe's. If you get all the toppings. Oh, yeah, names, at least. And, you, you could you just know. spend
0: 30 bucks for sure, like yeah. the specialty ones. And they're always like gourmet mm-hmm. things. I mean, the pepperoni is basic, although it's yeah. very very big pepperoni uh, uh, circles. They're, they're bigger than the average, ba- yeah. average ones.
1: I but like... Th- uh, I I mean, I think Roscoe's is a really good slice joint mm-hmm. for, for you know, there's slice joints all over New York, you know, and there's even like blogs where people go try every slice, you know, pizza, like there's pizza snobs sure. right, in New right. York, you know, and this isn't like the snob kind of pizza, like Barmentino, Mm-mm. where it's like the, you know, thin crust and da-da-da. It's like regular pizza, mm-hmm. but very good, high quality mm-hmm. slice joint, I would say. And you can get slices with toppings, as you mentioned. Right. I usually get like the olives, olives and escarole. Right. They have the good olives. You know, a secret way that I, um, a little, a little pizza connoisseur tip, that I use to kind of tell the quality of pizza joints is like, you order the olives. Do they put black olives that come in a can? Or do they put the green olives that, mm-hmm. you know, they cut up like regular olives right. and they have the green olives.
0: Yeah, I have used to get their olives in a pizza. I don't love the green olives as much, but it is, It is. I think it takes the quality of all the ingredients there. Everything there is very top notch. They have yes. the good olives. They have uh, all sorts of other Italian Escrow. meats. I, haven't, I don't know what they are. I'm scared to order yeah. them, but they have it right uh, they have you can get like garlic cloves on the pizza you can also yeah. the onions are like caramelized and buttery it's a little bit too rich for me but if that's your thing yeah. that's how the onions come that's something you should know before you order right you uh, can make one
1: slice of pizza there It'd be an incredibly hu- filling meal mm-hmm. because uh, uh, a little while ago I got a I got a pizza and I got a slice with extra cheese and oh, wow. some you know some olives and like onions or whatever and it was like I could barely finish it it was a lot
0: you know, I extra yeah, I mean, they're, they're I mean, I, I'll get two of them like hungry, hungry, like yeah. full dinner, you get two slices, but you can have, if you want to have like a light lunch or like a dinner, if you get a, a plain cheese slice, yeah, pretty good.
1: It's good. And I'll say the house salad is really good too.
0: I've had their Caesar salad, which I would describe mm. as like, you know, okay to good, depending. I've had it a few times and it, it was in that range.
1: Caesar salad is never really that good. Are they?
0: I disagree. I, I think a good Caesar salad. There they're, they're are great Caesar salads. A Caesar salad is rarely bad, I'll say. They're always kind of like, it's kind of always okay. There's, 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 there's I've occasionally had exceptional Caesar salads. Mm. And if you're craving one, I think they're always, most will hit the spot, I mm. think. This one would, if you're craving a Caesar salad, I think this will be satisfying. But what's in the house salad? I've never ordered it because it doesn't say what's on it, so I don't right. know. And I don't The want to ask.
1: Lettuce, tomatoes. It's got, uh, you know, the pepperoncini peppers, yeah, the green peppers. Sure. Some onions and it has some artichoke hearts cut up, and then it's like really drenched in the dressing. You know,
0: what kind of dressing it, is it? it?
1: It might be house dressing. It might be oil and vinegar. Is it like a I creamy really dressing? Or it... No, it's more of a. It's it's closer to oil and vinegar type okay. dressing. You know, but I think it, it has some other stuff in it too. Sounds but it's good. very good. It's it's uh, you know. And they really it's really soaked, you know, that's the key. Like when you when you get a piece of lettuce, mm-hmm. it's covered top to bottom in dressing, mm-hmm. so you know it's gonna taste
0: good. That's so, yeah, it that sounds I'm gonna get that next time I go there. I think I haven't you know I've I've only had their sub have you had a sub there before?
1: I've never had a sub there. They
0: have they have eggplant parmesan, which is something that you could eat as a vegetarian. Yeah.
1: I mean the price point of the subs, as you mentioned, is pretty high,
0: you know? Yeah, it's what's even, the, at,
1: even at $12, right. I'm not buying
0: a sub. $12 is kind of the top of where I want to pay for a sandwich. For a really good sandwich, I'm fine with $12. For a burger that comes with fries, I'll pay like 16 But if yeah. it's going to be, you know, the, the cheese cheesecake again, like that was just a regular cheesesteak. It was some sort of, you know, the bread was fancy and the the meat was from some butcher in Brooklyn or something. So it was good. It was all quality. But it's right. like, come on, when you want a cheese steak, you want yeah. to spend 8 $9. It's bucks. a little
1: too much. It's possible that, do you think it's possible that they put that on the menu and they don't seriously think anybody's going to order it? Just sort of like a lottery ticket for them.
0: Uh, well, you know, I went there and I talked with a guy for a long time about it once, and the I believe he's the owner. I'm not sure he's he's there a lot, and I see him at other restaurants and food in Franklin. He's got a beard, guy gray beard, beard, yeah. yeah. Wears like, Grateful Dead t shirts a lot, yeah. Um, so I talked to him for a long time, and he explained sort of where that, why it's so special, and why it's sixteen dollars. And I, I believe I asked him if people got, it. and he said it was, you know, sort of popular, but it wasn't, you know, I, I, to answer your question, I think that people ordered it enough. But now I don't think right. it's on their menu. It's it's now gone. Right. I think so.
1: You might have had a, a crisis of conscience about that that price is possible.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe someone told him it's insane, or maybe maybe he just had too yeah. many expensive uh, cheese steak yeah. fillets sitting in his freezer, waiting, and whenever you stop. <laughs> The
1: other thing is, if you're not drunk and you're you go into Roscoe's to eat, you mm-hmm. know, if you can do a little quick math in your head and see that even you can get a slice with toppings, delicious toppings on it for like less than like four bucks, mm-hmm. you know, and you can get two slices for like seven eight bucks, mm-hmm. you know, with a bunch of toppings sure. on them, which is like probably just as much food as a cheesesteak.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's. I mean, I think it's definitely. There's no question. I, I think the thing is, some days you're just really craving, yeah, seven and. and Roscoe kind of has the the market cornered, at least on Franklin Avenue, as far as chicken parm. Although, uh, apparently, I was looking at the brunch menu here. Chintani does have chicken parm for brunch and lunch. Mm -hmm. So, that's another option, I guess. And something connecting the two. I didn't realize there was a theme between the two, but now there is. That should have been our segue. Right. Speaking speaking of chicken parm sandwiches, another place to eat that's available on Franklin Avenue is uh, Roscoe's.
1: If we'd done the research in advance. But I think that the sort of... You know, the fact that we don't do that research in advance is part of the charm of this podcast and part of why we draw such a large audience. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I put this on Twitter, but Food and Franklin broke a top 10 on a, uh, an obscure subcategory on iTunes, which was very exciting. I saw uh, that.
1: It was a big uh, honor. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they send, uh, you know, a certificate to us or uh, a recognition or if they... You know, they haven't asked us for any like autobiographical information no. or headshots and things like that. But no. you know, we're willing if if the if Apple wants to get mm. in touch, they can get in touch with either of us. It'd be cool to yeah, get email. like a
0: like a ring, like a championship ring, like you show that you right. you were at a top ten podcast and you just wear it around. And occasionally it's like wearing like a college football ring. Sometimes yeah. you'll see someone else, and you know, be like oh, would what, you get that for? And they'll be like their podcast about cars or something. Yeah, like, you know, we had one about good conversation started right. with anybody. Um, I mean,
1: I think we're in the travel category for some reason.
0: Uh, well, I think what's... I read, Franklin Avenue is a destination, you know. Right. People, I, I, I haven't seen the the numbers and the, the details of where our listeners hail from, but I, I'd imagine they're all over the world. I mean, I, I don't yeah, know why they wouldn't.
1: I'm sure. It's just funny because, you know, we're not traveling anywhere. We're right here. The world can travel to Franklin Avenue right. to experience food on Franklin. Right. But we are not advocating travel away from Franklin.
0: No. I, well, I You know travel is a great thing, but I think that... It, you know, if you were for some reason stuck to live on a the street, there's you It's to put it this way going living on Franklin Avenue and eating on Franklin Avenue is a bit like going around the world and traveling because you have you know Indian right. food, you have ja- several Japanese places, you very have true. two Indian restaurants, uh, at least one Chinese restaurant, actually, two that I know of, very true, multiple Italian spots, uh, very true,
1: Caribbean spots,
0: Caribbean, definitely Caribbean spots. Um, and we'll American. get into all
1: those as the weeks go by. I mean, I think, yeah. That's very true and, and you know, I guess I guess you could say it's good for people who are traveling, good for people who aren't traveling.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you could travel. even walk down Franklin Avenue and kinda of decide <coughs> which country you wanna to go to based on which which restaurant you're gonna go. I may to go to Italy now because I had a chicken parm sub at Roscoe's, which is That's right is pretty good.
1: You could spend years actually traveling the mm-hmm. world if say if you had one vacation a year and you're gonna take your one annual vacation Via uh, a themed or, or pegged to a restaurant on Franklin Avenue, right? You know, you're set for at least
0: a decade, if not more. That's true. But yeah, there's something else that Roscoe wanted to say, but I can't remember what it was. But
1: oh, I, I was thinking, uh, you know, Roscoe, where does the name Roscoe's come from? That's a good question. I don't know the answer, but it could be. Uh, if you notice, they sell T-shirts have a picture of a dog on them so mm-hmm. Roscoe's could be the name of a dog That's and
0: Roscoe's a great name for a dog very good and, name for a dog and the owner seems like the sort of guy who would name his dog Roscoe he's really yeah. a cool guy
1: you can imagine him living off the grid with mm-hmm. a bunch of dogs somewhere
0: well, it seems like he's a deadhead. It seems like there's kind of like a, there's like a hippie quality to some of the employees there. And I think that's good. It's a little bit of a, you know, lots of, the, lots of the restaurants in Franklin sort of have like a foodie vibe. You know, it seems like they're trying to mix right. And this is a place a little bit more relaxed. And very these guys... relaxed.
1: Very chill place. Yeah. I worked in a pizza restaurant for years in uh, Florida. And I, I can say that at least in Florida, the staff uh, back of the house in the pizza restaurant, you know, hippie. Are they hippies? Maybe hippies. A lot of... People on drugs, um, right? This is yeah.
0: You know, I think it seems like this might be a place where people you know might have a couple of beers and then smoke a little weed and then decide to make some kind of wacky pizza creation. Which is they have they have a lot of innovative, creative specials yeah. I see on their board, which I never order because it's intimidating and I don't I just know what I want to get. Right. But uh, they, you know, it looks like they have a lot of creative pizza makers there. I would um, love
1: to see some free samples come out of uh, Roscoe's where maybe they stand on the sidewalk and say, here's our piece of the day, you know? That's a great idea. Yeah, if
0: you Yeah, or if you're in line, you, have you ever been to Tom's Diner on yeah. uh, Washington? You know, if you're waiting in a long line, they'll bring you like French fries oh, or yeah. little like snacks oranges. while you're waiting. Yeah, you know, oranges. You know, if, when you're waiting in the much shorter line of Roscoe's, but sometimes people don't know what they're ordering or the yeah. backlogs get to wait a while. They could bring back and say, here's a little slice of this, you know. yeah. Uh, what, whatever right. crazy pizza they made, they made that it day. is true
1: because all their special pizzas say things like guanciale I don't
0: know what that is nobody yeah.
1: knows what it is Mm-mm-mm. So who's gonna and sometimes walk? you don't
0: want to ask because uh, as we've established in the show neither of us know how to pronounce anything. so you don't, don't want to make a fool of yourself for right. a pizza guy and particularly then, now when
1: you have a reputation as a, a food expert
0: we are right there's, there's sort of this burden people expect you to have this knowledge right. base but you know we were just regular guys when this podcast started we didn't, right. go, to, we didn't go to culinary school yeah, um,
1: I know. People are, you know, people are surprised sometimes when mm-hmm. they meet us and maybe get deeper into our biography. That right. you know, our connection to the food world is similar to the connection that a lot of our listeners have in right. terms of going to restaurants and eating there. You know, and and
0: yeah, we're, we're not chefs. We're not. We're not here. Hats.
1: We're not here pretend. You know, we're not here pretending. That you need to have a special expertise to listen to food on Franklin, or to understand the food on Franklin
0: Avenue. Right, and I think that's you know the thing. w I think as far as I know, the, we're the first food podcast, that there's no barrier to be. You know, we've broken down the expert barrier. We're just regular people who have a lot of experience. That's right. on I think the that street. was
1: probably one of our top goals you know because and probably one of the reasons why neither of us had ever listened to a food podcast or or other podcasts is because you know they expect you to be a certain type of person
0: yeah no elites i don't want to hear food elites commentary on on the the food uh, uh, on the street that i live next to you know i I can do that we said and here we are here we are Episode three. Episode three. Uh, is have, is anything else you want to add? Is there anything uh, any previews for next week? We had some uh, prizes offered last week, and right. no one no one followed up. Uh, there were some unfortunate circumstances, and before he get a fifth email, uh, you know, events overshadowed the contest.
1: We may we may have more prizes in the future, but I think for now, we're, first we got to see how this goes on Deadspin. Sure, and, what, and, how
0: are the responses and the readers.
1: Yeah. I mean, we we could we could add that, uh, you know, we've talked about uh, having celebrity guests on this show, and some people might, you know, the peanut gallery out Mm -hmm. there might be saying to themselves, celebrities don't want to go on Food on Franklin, because here we are episode three, and there's not a celebrity on this
0: episode. We could even get a non-celebrity come on, Tommy Craig's want to do it. Well, I mean, in fact,
1: you know, I would say that the demand is high to the point where we, it's our job to pick and choose the right Guest to come yeah. on. We're not just going to take the next celebrity who waltzes in and say, Yes, you can be on our popular top 10 sure, no, podcast. Sure, no, we're not, we're not going
0: to take anyone that's famous. You can't just show yeah. up and be a reality TV star that we've never heard of. But right. if so, you are famous and want to be on this show, you yes. know, email us tcberman you could email us. at gmail.com and hamilton at gawker.com. Yes. No promises, but. You know, it might be interesting to hear a famous celebrity's take on.
1: Yeah, talk about your qualifications. We'll talk about if you're right. You fit the brand of Food on Franklin, and you know, I I I would say there's no doubt that there will be celebrity guests on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're not going to make any promises about when because. Our first concern is quality.
0: Well, one exciting thing about being on Deadspin is that we can now have sports stars. You know, if you're Barry Bonds or Bobby Bonilla or, you know, Ron Gantz or whoever uh, wants to be on Food of Franklin, they are welcome to be on. Right.
1: A star of the Brooklyn Nets come on the show.
0: Any Brooklyn Nets is welcome. Any uh, New York Knicks is welcome. That's right. Um, Um, Most Yankees are welcome, I would say. Yeah.
1: Mets. I mean, I don't know how much, uh, you know, I actually read a story not long ago that the first... One of the Brooklyn Nets had moved to Brooklyn. I remember that story. So, only Wh- one which guy, was it? I forget. Well, if you're right, listening. If he's listening, sure. Come on, Food on Franklin. Establish your, your closer ties to the, to the Food on Franklin community.
0: It's also election season, so we should put out you know, any politicians also. Uh, Frank right. site's former home now, we can you know, host politicians as well, or, or anyone's welcome.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I. I don't want to make any promises to politicians because I know that a lot of politicians would probably jump at that chance and then they would get in here and sure. you'd say, What do you know about the food on Franklin? Mm-hmm. and their knowledge depth would prove to be very shallow.
0: Right. We wouldn't so. wanna you know, they we, we <coughs> won't soften our questions. We're, we're gonna ask right. what we wanna know. Right you you do your research. They should have you have to eat a, you have to have eaten at least one restaurant on Franklin Avenue if you're a politician. Right. That's the benchmark. But everyone else, I don't know, if you're a sports star and you have in Franklin, you're, you're welcome to sit here and listen to us and you can be famous in the room yeah. while we do this.
1: You could listen to our podcast and then afterwards we could have an online bonus, which is mm-hmm. you talking about your impressions of our podcast. Right. So. Yeah. A lot of ways to do it. And, you know, we're not going to go too deep in the behind the scenes, but there is high demand um, to be on the podcast, so. I would just say stay tuned to all our listeners, and there's there's a
0: lot more in store. Uh, I agree, yeah. Listen, and this should be out uh, on iTunes. So please subscribe. Uh, mm-hmm. Post it on Facebook for your friends to see it. Uh, oh, also, if you're an advertiser and want to sell anything, let us know, and mm-hmm. maybe we can we can work out some sort of deal. Yeah, uh,
1: Taylor is uh, Taylor is ready to uh, work with your marketing. Mm-hmm team to uh, put you in touch with our marketing team and right. see if if the brands are a right
0: fit. Right. You know, we we'll, yeah, we don't we won't take any brand but most we'd probably take. Um, that about wraps it up. That's all I've got to say for this week's of Franklin. That's all I got. Should I should I clink us yeah, out? Clink clink us out.